Welcome back to another episode of Supercoach Insider. My name is Ben. And I am Chris. Hello, Chris. Hello. My arch nemesis. <laughs> Are you excited? I am nervous uh, <laughs> and I shouldn't be. It's like uh, Hawthorne versus Carlton and I'm a severe favourite. Um, <laughs> you are. Or I should much. be, except for the fact that uh, anything can happen. Uh, so for those of you, we'll catch you up. I am versus Chris in our draft league our final. Our main draft league final. Our main well, draft league. Well, it's not league. the grand final, but it's a knockout final it's this week. It's a knockout final. Uh, I lost last week because uh, my opponent just absolutely went nuts, and I still scored 1,800 in a 10-man draft league and lost. Yeah. So he had Grundy and all of his um, you know, sketchy players did well. But, uh, yeah, Chris and I are versing each other this week. Um, yeah, it's going to be pretty interesting. I think we're going to be tweeting probably heavily about it this weekend yes, with every result. Probably. Chris yeah. will, anyway, and likes to <laughs> you know, throw me under the bus, apparently, with the Q&As. Oh, as you do. Yeah, as you do. Um, but uh, we are on uh, Twitter, so we are SC underscore Insider underscore, so please look us up, give us a shout and a follow, and uh, Facebook.com forward slash Supercoach Insider. Excellent. So Excellent. How'd, you, how'd you go this week in standard before we get into the, the draft rabble? How was your team in standard this week? Because I think... Um, I, just, I just had to have a look. Probably that bad. Yeah. Uh, well, I didn't even know I lost uh, and I'm out of the, the sausage rolls finals, mate. So yeah. there you go. Well, there's, when, when you can't make any trades, all I do is set my captains and then kind of go, that's pretty much me looking at my team from now on. Um, <laughs> pretty much spent. Pretty much spent. Yep. Um, and Anyway, so I scored 2,247. I uh, didn't win many of my league games. I won three out of ten, which obviously reflects the fact that I didn't make the sausage rolls. And thank Fair you enough. to the kind community to point that one out. <laughs> um, to me, Brad's like, oh, I couldn't, I couldn't just fall over and let you win, mate. And I was like, yeah, well, fair uh, well, would you like to hear the biggest sub story of 2018? You just dropped in oh. further. I did, I did. So even though I fielded a full team, I still only managed 2145. So you actually outscored me by 102 points, <laughs> and I had how get knocked out. Yeah. I'm, I'm telling you, so this is this is literally my... So, obviously, it didn't start well when uh, Webster wasn't named again. So, I mean, Mentor had to play uh, uh, Joel Smith and Jacob Herod on field again this week, which um, meant that Joel Smith got 16, so he actually got less than out. <laughs> Played a full game. He was there the whole time. Didn't get knocked out. Just didn't have the pill at all. Um, and Jacob Herring got a 29. So uh, that was a- <laughs> And after you said how good they were the week before, yeah. they're basically them- like primo numbers. It's, just, it's the commentator's curse. You give, them, <laughs> you give them a little bit of, little bit of something. Oh, how annoying is it yeah. when uh, BT or Lingy or someone, oh, great kick this guy. Oh, and then he's pushed it left. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> P.S. Shut the fuck up. I'm yeah. trying to pleasure you. <laughs> <laughs> pleasure away. <laughs> I think I've uh, had these before. I've had these before. Uh, Van Wilder, for those yeah. of uh, good quote, man. Um, thank you. Um, now, because Degui is also injured, oh yes, so I, had to play, I had to play Guelphie on field. <laughs> Guelphie got a forty. Guelphie got his lowest score of the season that last week. Like he's actually been a decent rookie. Like two weeks ago, he got a ninety-five. Do you think I could get any of that action? No, I don't get anything. So those three combined for a grand total of 86 Supercoach. Oh. <laughs> like that's, that's how good my week was. That's brutal. Three players for 86 points. And then, you know, I just had some uh, loot. So Josh Kennedy, what, what are you doing, mate? 74, that, that doesn't help. Tony McLean continued his spiral ever since I got him with an 80. 
Uh, Robbie Gray with the 65, just a kick in the nuts. Um, oh, my God. I'm an idiot. What? <laughs> <laughs> Look at my team. I haven't touched it. Since when? Uh, no, as in, I have not touched my team since last round, Chris. Yeah. Have a look. Uh, look at my defense line. Look at who is named emergency, <laughs> who, is, who is on field. So you lost 68 points. I lost. Dude, okay. You need to. You need I need to pay attention. Yeah. I've lost the plot, Chris, because I'm not winning. So for those, those playing okay. at home. So basically, I've just logged into my team. I've had a look. I'm like, all right, let's just have a look and see who did badly for me this week. Uh, Murphy got a 68, which is great, except he's on my bench and he's not named as emergency, which means I didn't get his points and Webster's on field. I think I'm going to start calling you Supercoach Outsider. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, man. I think. I, I think. I think. Basically, what happened, Chris, is when Sicily went down. I just shut up. Shop. <laughs> <laughs> I stopped giving a crap. I shut up shop. I'm like, I am officially screwed. Oh, I'm. I'm. Def- I'm still screwed. He's still. <laughs> he's still just sitting on my bench. Yeah. Yeah. He looks good though. No, well, he doesn't. I, must admit, I, I still uh, have to rely I- on one of. Uh, one of Joel Smith or Jacob Aaron this week. Well, uh, so. Tim Smith is named on the extended bench. So I'm hoping he gets a game this week, Chris. I'm hoping he doesn't because that likely means that Joel Smith will be dropped, I reckon. Because I think that um, he played that badly last week that he might uh, he might be dropped. That is a fair call. Well, we'll uh, Murphy's named. Yes, I have a full side this week. I'll just put him on field now, guys. So don't stress. Oh, He's on good. field. How's off the field. Everything is good. Everything is great. Um, so, yeah, still waiting on Jordan to go to get back. So it means, again, uh, hopefully Tim Smith gets a game and then I can play him over, over Guelphie. But, uh, yeah, this week's going to be another shocking week and I'm probably just going to get knocked out. of. I actually was – so here's the thing. So I was uh, in the top four. Um, on, in two leagues, and with that, I, a really bad loss in this round. Um, both of those, I actually got knocked out of the finals from top four. Ouch. With one loss. So, yeah, just goes to show you. Anyway, um, so draft. Yes, let's, let's, get into, let's get into the exciting well, part. Well, you know, we're looking for a couple of uh, podcast fillers, as we call them, um, <laughs> in for those in the know yeah. and uh, in the biz. Uh, so we're going to give you a quick little recap of our teams. Just in, you know, how they, I, I know you're curious. You can actually, I mean, go through and explain how you got to this ridiculous team, by the way, by okay. conniving your way through to get this ridiculous midfield. Basically. So yeah. sometimes I'd pick up someone that's injured if my team's quite healthy, um, a.k.a. Pierce Hanley, uh, who is in my side. He's been sitting there for a little while. Or just keeping an eye on the waiver. So I got very lucky. So I'll read you my team. I've got Heater Shaw, obviously, uh, the Heater. Uh, hashtag still blessed in my side this week versus Carlton. So we'll go 140. Yeah, guaranteed. Watch your cotton socks. Uh, so i got Heater Shaw, Jaden Short, who I picked up off the waiver just by watching how he was going. And uh, we did mention it with uh, Hooli. Huli 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 huli. Wow. Johannesson, who's been a roller coaster. He's had a good, what, five weeks? Six, Classic uh, JJ. Last week got a 32. Uh, Harris Andrews, my boy Harry Andrews, and uh, Jonas, I picked up, oh, dude, as we was, mentioned last yeah. week, and I got Pierce Hanley on my bench as my essentially sixth. So pretty good there. Uh, in my midfield, I've got Paddy Dangerfield. I've got uh, Pat, uh, Paddy Dangerfield, Patrick Cripps, Callan Ward. I got the Zork. AKA take my coffee. Uh, I got Dane Beams as well, who I traded. I uh, gave him a couple of bench players with uh, Ollie Wines last week. So now I've got Dane Beams, which is another Brisbane win. What up? Uh, Jaeger Amira, Gary Ablett. And on my bench, I've got Zaharakis, who I picked up off the waiver because I checked. I, I dropped him the week before. Oh, well, I checked That's I, how I, che- I checked the injury list and I was like, oh, he's down as test. Hallelujah. Bring him into my I side. Ha- I had to drop him because to get. 
to loophole someone on field the previous week. Well, I had him on my bench. Sucks to be you. So then, my, yeah. my midfield is like full loaded, P.S. <laughs> Zaharak is averaging 95. He's on my bench. That's how much is great. Uh, Paddy Ryder in my ruck, and I've got Cruiser on my bench, who's obviously not playing. My forward line, I have got Spenny Brown, Kane Lambert, Jack Gunston, Jed Anderson, Mitchie Wallace, and I've got Crozier chilling on my bench, who's been killing it the last six rounds. Yeah, so so, that's my team. Uh, basically, I, I need you to dud. And then me to like go awesome. It needs uh, to be a yin yang. I forgot who you have in your but, team. I mean, you know, tell me. I still got? own. I mean, let's be fair. I mean, I still own the highest score ever, don't I? Yes. This year. That's correct. So uh, what you're I, saying is, no, I but could Chris, still I am win. the only one who's gone over two thousand twice now. But I have a microphone and you don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let me hear who you have, Chris. All right. I, I need so to know. look, it's not a terrible team, but it's nowhere near as good as yours. But you're right. This team can pull a jack oh, out of the box. It is. and It's a firecracker team. Sometimes they just go nuts. The big ceiling. Yeah. So um, I do have Jake Lloydy as my number one defender, which is uh, really good for me. So he can do anything. Good option. Um, Luke Ryan, again, he's hit some 140s this year. Um, he's, yeah, I gave him He's just you. up, down, up, down, up, down all year. Um, good to have Webster back in. So that'll be hopefully another decent score. I picked up Lockie Henderson this week um, off the waiver. I just think that you know, he can provide me maybe a solid 80. That's all I'm really looking for from there. Uh, and I also picked up Brody Smith. So uh, I was killing it in the sandfall. Hopefully that translates over. So you've Not got sure one guy that's played one game for the year and the other one who yeah. hasn't played a game at all. Well, my other, my other, I had Scharenberg and obviously I had to drop him anyway. So there's, there's either someone on the waiver is going to get me a 70 or take a hit with the Brody Smith. Um, and I can't remember who I dropped for Lockie Henderson, but I, no, I was loopholing. So I had, I was only playing four defenders for a while and playing an extra mid, but that mid was only getting me around about 70 anyway. Cause I had, um, uh, lately it's been Luke Dunstan and sometimes Jack Sinclair and they've both been up and down for the season. All right. Let's see this lack of midfield depth. Uh, it's not too bad. So I've got, uh, Jack McRae is obviously my number one. So yes. he w- went big last week, but he failed me two weeks ago when I played you. Yeah. You got tagged got by tagged. Hutchings. So, so good. The problem is this week, obviously. Steel, hopefully. This, yeah. He's hopefully. got the Jack Steel tag. So we don't know what's going on. For, for the, um, for the person I gave advice to, it could be Liam. I'm not too sure. Um, I do like McCray as an option, but I am hoping he gets tagged this week. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, uh, Saints, he could go absolutely nuts against Saints. He could go Saints. massive and he could do, he could do nothing. And if you are know. in the top four, McCray versus Saints this week at Eddie Haddon, and in two weeks' time, they're versus Carlton at Eddie Haddon. Both games could be big. Yeah. Could. It just depends on whether Jack Steele goes to him. And then next week's North Melbourne, and even then, Jacobs might even need another round yet. Who knows? If yeah, back. who knows so, what's happening with Jacobs. And it'll be first game back, so he wouldn't be that effective, you would think. Um, so I've got Caniglio as well, who's done, who's been serviceable all year. I mean, he's still averaging 105.2. Charlie. No, um, Stephen Caniglio. Oh. Yeah, he's in my midfield, you idiot. Oh, did Caniglio, talk- right. Who do you think I was talking about? I don't about? even know. Kenya. Yes. Yes, yes, I thought you said Kenya. Okay, well, he is. Um, yeah, Caniglio. Um, yeah. Caniglio. Um, I've got Matty Crouch as well, who's, who's, again, serviceable, 107 average. Again, anything can happen with a Matty Crouch. Um, I've got Tim Kelly, who's been all right, but ever since Dangerfield started m- with more mid more midfield, it's really impacted score. He got a 44 last week. Oh, he's still on your field? Uh, he is, but I'm, I'm contemplating dropping him. But I don't, if I have to loophole someone, um, I might loophole him because he plays on the Friday night. Yeah, fair So enough. I might be, you know, just chucking him on the bench, seeing how he goes, and then go from there. Um, I then have, uh, Luke Shuey, who was <laughs> laid out last week because he had the, uh, birth of his uh, baby boy, baby girl, something like that. But his wife was in labor, so he flew back and missed the game. That wasn't great for me, but I still managed to sc- scrounge ahead. 
Um, Tom Rockcliffe, and I also picked up uh, Burgoyne last week when he returned, and he got me a nice one seventeen. But Jeez, again, he could do anything. You know, it depends sh- on his role. Your team shit. Oh, whatever. All those guys could go 120 on any given day. Mate, I've got a star-studded line. I know. I'm just... I know. I wanted you to win last week, so I wouldn't have to And I didn't, so there you go. But uh, I'm actually wondering who scores more at a ward or Caniglio. To be the best, you have to beat the best, right? Yeah. (laughs) Um, Then I've got Dawson Simpson in the ruck. (laughs) <laughs> because well, I had Sandy, and he's well, he'll now do, he'll probably do not well. coming back until the end no. of the finals anyway. He'll do, so. he'll, he'll do well. Well, I'm hoping so. And he, I mean, look, he only had a 40, 40 What did he have last week? A forty-three. Oh, ouch! But the week before, he had one twenty-one. The week before that, he had a one twenty-two, then a sixty-two, and then a ninety-one and a well, nine. Yeah, he's versing Loeb or whatever, so he should be right. Um, yeah, so I think he will actually go decent this week. But um, yeah, so I'm going to keep him. Uh, my forward line's pretty good. So Devin Smith, uh, Robbie Gray, uh, Jack, uh, Jade Gresham, uh, who's on an absolute heater, by the way, and he plays so good. I'm considering he, he starting could, him in my, he could do in well. my team next he year. He could so. do well. They're versing uh, the dogs, so he could do well. Yep. They are favourite, I believe, so yep. Um, I've got uh, Charlie Kernow, again, who's going up and down, up and down every single week, uh, but again, hoping he goes all right this week. And I bought in Stevie Motlop recently just as a little bit of a, I can have him on the bench maybe. Um, so it'll be between him and Fantasio, who I start. Um, Fantasio got 87 last week. Motlop got 84. But they're both players that can go big if they have a big day. Um, Fantasia plays early, so I might loophole him. So it's 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 a toss-up between who I loophole and who I play, uh, and I'm not too sure yet. But it's, uh, it's going to be That's a- horrible. Do you know the worst player on my side, Chris? Crozier. Yeah, well, and, as in no, no, as in averaging seventy, averaging seventy three for the year. Yep. Uh, the I'm, only person I have actually averaging below eighty is Anderson, and he got injured on six. So realistically, his average is actually pretty good. And Crozier, even still, ninety five average for three rounds, ninety eight for five rounds. So you, my friend, are in big trouble. Or am I? Am I just? Yes, and there's no Jacobs. And there's no Jacobs. There's no what? Jacobs for North Melbourne. I am loving oh, life. Yeah. I got the Zork. I got Beams. I will be at the game. I will be yelling I, for my boys. I can't wait until we're at the game and then Mitch Wallace is tagging someone. <laughs> oh, wait. No, who are they playing? North oh, Melbourne. Oh, I thought they were playing West Melbourne. No, no Higgins. It'll be just Jed Anderson uh, and, and the Rooks. That's not good. Jed Anderson that's and really the Rookies. Love and life. Anyway, so oh, we'll, we'll keep you posted. Uh, I'll shake your hand now, Chris, because oh, I'm yeah. not going to do it during the round. So there you go. At the game, I'm going anyway. to be, I'm gonna so be so anti-Brisbane if I go. <laughs> I'm gonna be. <laughs> you no, would be. Get the ball out of Zorko's head. No, but then I'll have Benny Brown and Anderson. So and, you'll be like. And you've got um, the and Harris, Andrews, Harris Andrews. So that's gonna be interesting at the game. So you're, you're wanting Harris Andrews to take intercept possessions, but you're yeah. still wanting Ben Brown to kick goals. See, I don't know. Ben Brown didn't, Well, I might put Crozier on the field instead of Ben Brown, I think. So that way I won't be too biased. I'll just, Jed Anderson will be pure midfield. Because uh, Higgins is gone, so he'll be fine. Oh, yeah. And he's, he'll be consistent enough. But anyway, let's just see how we go. Benny Brown stunk it up with a 45 last week, and that's the problem. Benny Brown can go 145, or he can get you a 45. So I don't know if I want to take that roller coaster this week, Chris, uh, versus old mate Harry, Harry Harris. Fair enough. Too, so. Back him in. Back oh, well, him in. So, yeah, we're probably going to spend a little bit of our tweets this week just on the contest and just seeing how we go. Just banter, freshness. Just to something different, because at the moment, it's everything's a bit stale. And I think that just throwing a little bit something different in the mix might uh, engage the community a little bit more. Yeah, and if you pay pay interest, feel free to uh, tweet who you're going for as well. Yeah. You know, Team Chris or you, Team Everybody ben. who loves an underdog. <laughs> yeah, anyone that likes an underdog, <laughs> yeah. go for this guy. By the way, just in case anyone's wondering, I started with, what, pick eight, wasn't I? Or pick seven. Pick eight. 
Oh, it's pick eight. Yeah. Yeah. He starts with pick one. So, you know, you don't, you got to go for the underdog. Really? Yeah. Okay. 100%. 100% you got to go quick, for the underdog. A quick read, Chris. A quick read for those that quick are well versed. Pro. Quick pro <laughs> pro. Um, okay. So, the people that I didn't have in my side to start the year. Okay. Short, waiver. Andrews, waiver. Jo- uh, Jonas, waiver. Um, Callum Ward through a trade. Worked out well. Uh, Beams through a trade. Didn't have him either. Ben Brown, waiver. Anderson, waiver. Zaharakis, waiver. Pierce Hanley, waiver. Cruiser through a trade. Cruiser, waiver. So you can get fucked. Well, you know, some of us have other things to do other than sit on Supercoach all day, you know? Well, if I actually that's, looked at the waiver, exactly what I do. <laughs> the problem is it's, it's hard to look at it's hard to look at a waiver for multiple leagues. Like I will watch our our main league like a hawk on the waiver, and I'll always check it. Yeah. Whereas I kind of look at our other eighteen man is it eighteen man eighteen man league. I look at it maybe once or twice a week. I don't watch it as and when there's more people and you know and you can actually see who people want in the draft order. So we actually hide our picks. So there is an option that you can click. So that way everyone in your league doesn't know who you're going for on the waiver day, which makes it so much better because if you know and you log on at three because people are logging in at three or four a.m. Basically, just before it and going, oh, what do they want? Oh, wonderful. I have a pick before them, so I'm just going to get this player. Yeah, all your research goes to shit. All of it. Yeah. Yeah, and then pretty much to the point where we were just being crafty and, like, putting in 10 trades, even though you want two, yeah. and then you just rearrange your order so they don't actually know who you want. And it just became a big sort of, what, mockery, really. Yeah, as a mockery. A mockery of the system, a mockery. <laughs> uh, anyway, let's get into the game day. We'll do a quick little review on what we thought. Excellent. Excellent. So we'll go through, uh, let me just jump on back to round 19 so we don't go rook hour. And uh, so we'll go Essendon versus Sydney. And I was very surprised, Chris, because in our 10-man draft league, all of us tip Sydney. Yeah, um, I tipped Sydney and I thought that they would bounce back and I thought that Essendon have played a whole bunch of crap teams and, and won against them. So yeah, exactly. To be honest, thoughts. I thought that they would run into Sydney and hit a brick wall. Yep, and I was like, for the one time, I'm like, I could have started with the favourite yeah. and been the only one. Well, go figure. Well, I, I can't, I couldn't understand how Essendon were the favourite. Don't get me wrong, I've watched a lot of Essendon games and I. Yeah, it's just it's just they just seem like flat track bullies. Um, so that's a reflection on whether Sydney is going that bad because they've lost four out of five now. Um, and it'll be interesting to see how they match up against the Pies this week with another couple of outs. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I I don't know what to make of Sydney now. They're outside the top eight, so they're actually in ninth spot. So they dropped from fourth to ninth. Um, yeah, it's brutal. It's it's very tight in that top eight. Even though I think it's the top. Uh, six of the, six of the top eight, they're all within one game of each other. Yeah, and so Adelaide have now dropped because uh, they lost to Melbourne. Yeah, uh, which I tipped again. P.S. Thank so you. this week's a massive week for Sydney because if oh, they huge. don't win this week, that puts them in a really tough spot to make finals. Yeah. So um, well, they won't be able. And to. Collingwood need to win to make four, top four. Yeah, uh, but or, problem, or even finals at this point. Well, the problem with Collingwood is they've lost all their defence. Oh, 100 percent. They've lost everyone. How can they win with no defence? Like know. it's just uh, they're going to have to be very creative. Yeah, they're going to have to be. Moore? They're going to have to be very creative. Yeah, Darcy Moore. Mate, I want to see that matchup. Darcy Moore for sure. Gonna get ragged. Um, but anyway, his little can, I, haircut. can I just say, oh, Jesus, um, Parish. <laughs> yeah, he stepped back, up. He, he had a good game. Up, and we night. said it at the start of the year, and he doesn't do it for us. But now he's coming back. Of course. Um, well, I'm glad that we didn't start him in, in the, at the start of the season. Oh no, no, he was horrible. Yeah, but averaging 95.7 for his last three. Yeah, uh, we did say he could average anywhere between eighty-five and eighty. Hebbles pulled together a nice run of form as well. He has, so and he scored more than just your hundred and four flats. So that's a I know, which is 
It's unusual for him. It is very unusual. But one thing I'll notice about Heppel is that he's changed a ro- his role slightly. So he's actually getting a lot of cheap ball um, and floating behind the contest and not really moving forward. And he's, he's actually just um, floating behind the ball contests. Um, so, look. I think he's actually I mean, had a pretty good year. He's been fairly consistent. Oh, yeah. No, it's, I um, think that's good. That, like, they need that sort of player. They don't need him to be a bull if they've got the other guys doing the grunt work, like your Devin Smith, who's just absolutely smashing him in tackles. Your Darcy Parrish steps up for a little bit of polish well, as well. He'd be a top 10 at the moment for the last five to three games. Yeah. Uh, and the funny thing is, is that... Um, his average is only 101.4, so it'll be interesting to work out, which we'll do at the end of the year. If he hadn't have got knocked out by Luke Hodge on 50, yeah. uh, 50 what his three, true average is. Well, what is, yeah, and he's actually yeah. had a pretty good year considering he got knocked out well, partway through the second or whatever it was by Hodge yeah. and was on 53 and dominating. So he's no, had a, a good last, what, five weeks. Again, no one has gone near the merit again. I just don't understand. Like, late in seasons, people just forget. Uh, a damaging player like Merritt is on an absolute he will be He will be good That's... for draft leagues next year, only averaging 98.7 for the year. So he will go under the radar. Definitely. Uh, could be someone's second-round pick or whatever easily. Yep. Great, great option. Late uh, second. Yeah, and good I sneak. think that, I mean, their role players for Essendon have really stepped up. So you look at someone like a David Myers, um, Kyle Langford's really stepped up. Um, even Mitch Brown. So obviously, with McKernan out, has to take the the load of the of the full forward. He was oh. hitting up really, really well. Please don't say take the load. <laughs> Just get that one out of your I vocabulary. Mean, oh. <laughs> yeah, okay. Of the full, oh, okay. of the full forward. What exactly is full, Chris? Oh, well, I don't know. I'm, I'm a half full sort of guy. <laughs> oh, wow. that's because you're only half packet. Jeez. Uh, oh, anyway, anyway, uh, on the Sydney side of things, uh, Lloyd, I surprised Lloyd even got a 118. He started really slow. I didn't think he was even going to turn up. Probably because I got flogged. Just, yeah, just second, the second. It. Well, the second to- the second half it yeah. was just all one way. Yeah, one way traffic. Sydney basically just flopped and looked like they didn't want it. They didn't even want to fight. Yep. They literally. Well, Parker was going super well until the I think the last quarter he got like. I think he got like 10 or 13 or something like that. Super coach in the last quarter. Again, just sort of died. He has this yeah. tendency to just stop. Yep. Like he goes really well and he just stops and you're just like, oh. And it's usually because he's probably parked in the forward line. <laughs> Parker's parked in the forward line. Good one. And the ball's just not going to him. So he's just sitting there waiting for the ball and just doesn't get in the I'm action. I'm proud of you, Chris. You're not normally uh, known for your puns. Oh, well, thank you very much. So it, was, it was good. Thank you. I enjoyed that It one. was puntastic. Yes. <laughs> very punny. That's horrible. Yeah. True. Move on. Uh, next game, Richmond versus Collingwood. Chris, um, the game old- of the year. Do you reckon it was that good? Or like, even though it blew out in the last quarter, was the first three quarters the best three quarters of the year of football? Uh, I was away with the misses, mate, for a birthday. Oh, so. right. You missed the game of the year. Yeah. All right. Well, I can talk. I was it. keeping an eye on it. Yes. That's why I said <laughs> over to you, Chris, and it's your team. Yeah, it, it was an interesting game. A uh, little bit of argy-bargy throughout the game, but uh, I really liked Grundy's game, but he took massive advantage when, um, to whatever reason... Yeah, Nank goes off. Nank was going off and going off for extended spells, and Grundy was absolutely dominating, and you could see it on the scoreboard as well. So as soon as um, Nank went off and they had Grigg usually in there up against him, uh, they would win every single clearance and usually score. So they were scoring two to three goals in that period of time. When um, Nank was off the Do field. Do you think they gave him extended rest and then the last quarter they're like, Nank, you got to just ruck? Yeah, well, like the whole no. Way. Well, they, they didn't need him to because they kicked three goals in the first two minutes of the last quarter and just blew the game away. Um, so by that stage, I think Collingwood were done. They were two down. So Howe goes down in the first quarter, I think. Um, Schamberg does his knee in the second quarter. Um, it was just... 
Yeah, it, it's, it sucks oh. to be like they played that good and were still two down. And the, the early game of the year, they were three down. Like, okay, Chris. So we've played them twice and got knocked. Uh, yeah. Pe- don't people don't care about that. I do. What they care about, Chris, very simply throw or no throw? Oh, throw. 100% that was a throw. Yeah, I'm with you. Okay, so here's here's the thing. So what happens, okay, if if he if he throw so he threw the ball, right? Doesn't have possession. If he gets tackled, it's holding the ball, right? Yeah. Because he's thrown the ball. That's incorrect disposal. So there's another thing, like let's say he's just running along, I just throw the ball in the air well, over this? someone's head and then kick it. It's a kick, it's just a high ball toss. Yeah. So it's a conjecture. Here's what I'll say about Richmond and the way that they play. They play on the edge, and they this the reason why they have so many free kicks against is because they literally flirt with that line, and they force the umpire to make a decision. And nine times out of ten, they are winning that battle. Oh yeah, it's poker logic. It, it is like literally that's <laughs> it's poker logic. We'll just we'll push you so hard that you're kind of like oh I'll blow this one, I won't blow this one, and they, then they, they honestly it's on borderline on cheating. I wouldn't say it, they're getting away with it because they get <laughs> don't get me wrong they uh, they get blown for free kicks against and 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 I think that that's normal and whatever. Chris, but Chris is not a sour grape right now. Guys. I'm just saying you watch you watch and this it was brought up this week on a lot of footy shows. Mason Cox gets absolutely hammered at marking contests. They get and it's the the work's done early to not even allow him to be even I near the contest. I believe you. He cannot be hammered, Chris, because he's too fucking tall exactly. for someone to get on top of and hammer. <laughs> I don't believe you. He's too tall. <laughs> no one can. Zorko standing next to him. It must be the biggest nail in the world. Yeah, Zorko. Come on, my coffee. Yeah, <laughs> just jumping. You know, but the problem is, if, if Zorko doesn't accept his coffee, it's because yeah. he probably can't hear him. That's true. That's true. Hello. Where's your order from, mate? Hello. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, but it, it's not just their defenders. They're all around the ground. They all play on the edge and they just, they just go for it. So the, their instruction must be that if you get blown, like if you get a free kick against, I don't give a shit from Hardwick because I want you to play consistently on that edge and they flirt with it way too much. And that's why they're so good. So they force the umpire into a position where he has to either pay it all the time or they don't pay it, and they know early if they if not paying it, they're just going to keep going with it all game. So yeah, that's what I've that's what I've noticed flirt by watching with the danger. They flirt, and I will watch it. I will watch it again closely this week against Geelong, and you watch they'll do the same thing to Hawkins. They it's not it's not just Mason Cox. I think it's all forwards when they play Richmond. Richmond do not allow forwards to run at the ball, and they uh, it's the classic um, blocking Pin, off pinball. the ball all, yeah. da- all game. Pinball. All game they're doing it. Yeah, but Hawkins will just flatten the first one and give away a free kick, and then he'll be like, right, get out of my way, bitch. <laughs> well, yeah, that's probably I'm true. I'm 110 kilos. You won't move. <laughs> uh, they'll probably just put another one in. You know, uh, I'd be Richmond keen are that good with their soldiers. Although I do hope they one. put Rance on him. That'd be sick to watch. <laughs> Rance and Hawkins. Rance, has, Rance hasn't played on a number one forward in how long? Yeah, I know. They'll put Asper on him for yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. Uh, interestingly enough, I think champion Data must have thought Short was a forward because uh, he got a forward score. Kick two goals. And, the, he played really well. I, I was so surprised when I looked down and went, Short got 63. He kicked two massive goals yeah. from outside 50 at crucial parts of the game. Back Collingwood to, back. to let him just oh, wander I around. I don't want to it's talk like about letting it. Daniel Rich just hang around like the 50 yeah. meter mark. It's, it's stupid. I know that. Or a hand. I know that. Yeah. And I'm a, a guy that watches from afar. Imagine, imagine, How do you not imagine know the that Collingwood as a supporter, like right there. 
Man right up in shot. front of me. Right, yeah, right, right in front of me. Front of me. <laughs> yeah, man him up. Oh, he just kicked a goal. The next minute, there's another mark there. Who's on short? Again, another when goal. It, when it happened and I'm so watching good. it, you know, like when you just sit there and you're just like, fucking hell. Like, oh, here we go like, again. Deja vu. I just know. Like, it's just deja vu. Like, it's Brisbane, not my day as soon as that happened. It's yeah. like deja vu. Like, Brisbane beating Collingwood again. It's deja vu. Uh, it was, it was, from that point on, I was like, you can't give up two cheap goals like that and win a game of football. Like, uh, especially when you're already down, like, the match winner in, in Jordan Degoe is not there. You've, you've basically got <laughs> half only, a team of football out there. Your only match winner. Uh, uh, next game, uh, Geelong versus Brisbane. I did check out uh, quite a bit of this game. Um, it was very interesting, actually. I thought uh, Brisbane were definitely uh, hot uh, on the their heels. For the first real, half, real close. For the first half, it I was thought, good. I actually thought they could go sneaky and uh, and actually topple them there because they've got yep. they've got scoring power and they're on a run. They're on a they're, they're playing good football. Yeah, it was just too much for them in the end, though. Yeah, they, it was just overwhelming. Yep. Plus, you can't give Gary Abel that much open space. Ah. Oh. Heaps. You can't just you can't just, just let heaps. him. I was I was like, oh, maybe maybe you need to readjust there a little bit, maybe. But yeah. I mean, they went you know what head to head, and they just tried to, um, yeah. I mean, Beams had a great game and great influence, but I mean, if if you're Tom Hawkins, is getting a yeah. You know, I how still many don't know how I lost. I must have had that many guys doing crap in draft. You think about it. I had Cripps as captain, went absolutely monster. Yep. I had Dangerfield. I had Ablett. Both go well. I had Zorko and I had Beams. Also go massive. And I lost. Alex Neil Bullen, man. You're underestimating. Oh, me. I know, right? <laughs> and I had like Short, Lambert. I had Brown. Yeah. Well, I had all these guys. Yeah, all your fringe up. players. Oh, and Johannesson, really like yeah. 30. Ben Brown, 40. Killed you. 60, 60. Yep. Um, so Brutal. Steph Martin with an 82. So is, are we calling Reese Stanley the ruck killer at the moment? <laughs> it, could, it could be. <laughs> he's, he's, the, he's the new ruck killer. Oh, geez. So if you're versing Stanley now, I wouldn't expect a massive score. Well, he did it last week too. Like, I know. Yeah, yeah he's going all right. Good old, good old Stanley. So who is it this week? So Nank, keep an eye on it. Keep an eye on Nank's score this week. See if he, go, he does any well. But um yeah, really interesting. And Stanley, really like, got a, Stanley got a 111 himself. He's I, Oh, I wow. He's averaging 106 for I three, know. 103 for five. Uh, and if you take it back, six rounds would be even higher because six games ago was when he had a top score of 149. Yep. So his last six games would be huge. I'd love to have him in... Um, in well, he's averaging 92.6 now. He was averaging like 70 I know. not long ago. He's, he's, I looked at him massive and then I looked at him and he had one good game. I was like, yeah, but that's Stanley. And then Matt, the uh, guy in our draft league picked him up and goes, oh, yeah, I need some cover. And then he's just been going nuts. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yep. So it'll be interesting to see how they ha- – ha- actually, I'm really excited about this Friday night's game, Geelong and Richmond. I think that'll be a cracker and I'm more excited about Brisbane versus North. <laughs> <laughs> of course you are. Yeah. It'll oh. be a crapper. <laughs> it'll but, be a crapper. Uh, <laughs> the, pro- the problem is Brisbane will be favourite and it'll be hard to not – you know, look at them. I reckon it'll be uh, interesting. A do- actually, no, a dollar ninety a piece uh, a couple of days ago. So I don't know. Oh, what really? It is. Don't know what it is now. I'll have a look. Uh, okay, next game: uh, GWS versus the Saints. Can I just spend thirty seconds talking yeah, about how good Jade was- Gresham is? Yeah. Okay. Great. Jade Go Gresham is an absolute jet, and it's someone that I highlighted last week, um, saying that he's uh, on my radar for Super Coach next year. Um, I think he's now six games in a row over 100. He's absolutely on fire. He's playing a sort of midfield pushing forward role. Um, Chris, he can't be six games over 100 when his three-game average is 96 and his five-game ah, is so 100. No, he had one poor score. So where where was it? So he had one really bad score. Yeah. And then he had just 100. He 100, had a 66. 100. So 110, a 113, a 97, and a 115. 
And then when I had him in the buy, 131. I think he's averaging, I worked it out, he's averaging uh, for the last 10 games now, it's like 106 over his last 10 games. Oh, with what, 150, 150 round? No, he's got a 130 in there. But yeah, yeah, he's he's gone really, really well. I think and I think your numbers fr- are inflated. He'll like probably be chances of getting Tom Lynch inflated. <laughs> inflated, mate. It's pretty high right now. But let's talk about that a little bit later in the, in the piece, as, shall we? As high as the sun. <laughs> oh, mate, I'm excited. Feel these nipples. Um, yeah. So look, I think Jay Gresham. Is, he absolutely is one of those players as well that on his day can absolutely win a game and, and as a match is a match winner. I think he'll probably be mid forward next year. He, I'm hoping that he's not going to be too expensive, but I reckon he's going to be probably 500-ish. Um, I still think that if he gets the right role and plays the same role that he's playing right now, he could be a top six to top ten um, forward next year. So That's cool. You can, someone, talk, about, you can talk about that next year, Chris. Oh, okay. Uh, Josh Kelly, very impressive. I'm just excited about next year. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Uh, Josh Kelly, very impressive, as was Delidio on his first game back. Uh, second game back. Didn't he play last week? Uh, I don't know. He's it's a dad last week, Delidio, though. Yeah. So there you go. Maybe it was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, hit Ashore again, 107, which was another week that uh, he's actually done well when Webster's been out. Yeah. And I got rid of him. No, he like was, but again, he um, he went really, really well and then stopped. <laughs> like he was, he was absolutely killing it and then stopped his scoring. So, yeah, thanks, Hita, for stopping whatever you were doing. You're right. Um, really impressed with, uh, I think, Lockie Whitfield has had an amazing season. So, same here. Um, and I reckon he'll be a defender mid next year with any luck. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think so. I think he'll be pure defender. Oh, right. I don't reckon he'll get a mid status next year. It'll Ooh, be. We should have a look at 35%. his heat map. Thirty-five percent. Yeah, you keep talking. Uh, I'll have a look at his heat map. He's generally sat behind the play, and he's he's their go-to. Now, whether that changes next year, that that's going to be interesting because, um, you know, next year when they if they they'll get Zach Williams back. Um, so does he move further in onto the wing? Where does that push someone like? Uh, who are they playing on the win at the moment? Anyway, maybe a Taranto. Does that push him out of the out of the team completely? Does he push into the forward line? Does that impact his average? We're interesting to see um, GWS next year when they get some players back, what they're going to line up with, and there could be some real bargains out there. So, um, yeah, very interesting. But if he's playing pure midfield next year, is he, does that mean his average could increase? Or I mean, he's he's, he's gone. Re- this is his best year for Supercoach. So it is. Um- I think we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, no, no, no. I think I, I think, think, I think reliably... he could be better. No, well, as a defender, I reckon you could go for him for sure. Yeah, yeah, but he's not going to be. Like, you can expect what you got this year. You know, I don't think he's going to increase because he's back in the midfield. Oh no, I don't think so. I think he'll probably play a similar role to what he has now. Yeah, well, I, I'd and, like to and see that. Be better, but yeah, with I mean, maybe he Shaw retires. Well, I mean, he got thirty two dis- disposals on the weekend. So uh, okay, yeah, he's just racking them up, racking them up, racking them up, racking them up. That's a lot of racking up. It is right. Um, but yeah, look, GWS just did what they do. They're just dismantling teams at the moment, and they're just killing them. Um, I they are a massive threat in September this year. Um, I would hazard a guess that they probably will make top four, and I think that Collingwood will probably drop out of the top four. The way that they've got the rest of their draw and their injuries, uh, they might make. I, I'm still hoping they'll make top eight, but I don't think they'll make top four. It's a pipe dream, I think, in my opinion. Well, that's fair enough. All right. Uh, okay. Well, I can just move on from that one. Uh, Gold Coast and Carlton. I actually did watch some of this game. I watched a uh, bit of it too. Yeah. Uh, Petty Cripps, no attention, just killing it. I just don't know what it is. Just an absolute They just don't beast. have someone to go with him though, do they? No, they really didn't. So, um, okay. And I think they had a couple of injuries as well, the Suns, but yeah, just absolutely Even, even Mark up. Murphy had a 152, mate. Pushing back oh, the yeah. So, yeah, it was... 
Like, oh, that's right. And the guy I've first had Mark Murphy. No, he had Simpson and yeah, um, Kate Simpson as well. Yeah, just cleaning up and Kernow, obviously. Um, it's it's interesting to see when they. I mean, everyone was praising them for what beating the seventeenth team. Okay. Like, yeah, I can't believe I tipped the Suns. Oh, I, they were at home, though, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, they were, and Carlton had been it's doing horrible lately. Yeah. Well, they have... I mean, there are games this year that Carlton have played very well, but they've just fallen, you know, three, four goals short against a good side. They have the, they've they put together some decent football. Um, yeah, so all it takes is to play that sort of style against a, a weaker opposition. And um, I think as soon as Swallow got knocked out, massively impacted the, the, change, uh, the game. Um, he was playing directly on Cripps, and he was telling him up actually early. And then as soon as he went off, Cripps dominated and it completely changed the game. So I think you can definitely lock in three votes for uh, Paddy Cripps for the weekend. Yep, I'm with you there. Um, and uh, so Stephen May, oh, Kerner had got off. Yes. So and that Stephen was, May's. It was soft to get reported for, to even come up against that. But I thought what was paid at the time was good. I think it was a free kick and a 50 meter penalty. Move on. It wasn't like a strike or anything like that. And May just was like, oh, yeah, okay, you got me across the chops, like whatever. I don't think it was worth a week. So I'm glad that he got up. Um, but Stephen May copped it for, what did he do? I think he hit Ed Kerno off the ball, didn't he? Was it off the ball? I'm not too sure. I'm trying to work out why my stupid AFL app won't work. <laughs> Probably because it's the stu- stupid AFL app. Um, someone that we uh, we brought up uh, is Jesse Lonigan. So I'm um, not sure whether or not he was playing that, going to play that role all game, but he definitely played a lot of mid minutes. Um, but with David Swallow out, did that impact him? Um, he got a 104. I've always thought of him as someone that could be a really good super coach player, but I got sucked in that year when he went massive in the JLT and was considered a defender and Mooty moving to the midfield and then. Played out the whole year at average 65. And, yeah, so I got uh, caught into that mid-price disaster. But, um, yeah, no, it was a decent uh, game to watch. Our boy uh, Darcy Lang got a, got a 102. I don't know if you noticed on the weekend. And uh, the the biggest score that I've got since for Ed Canow will be the 103. Uh, yay. <laughs> Thanks, Ed. At least you got a ton. Bloody Good Ed. on you, Ed. <laughs> Bloody head. Rightio. Sorry about that. AFL app just crapped itself. Uh, Adelaide versus Melbourne, Chris. What would you make of it? Uh, I didn't watch the whole game because I was flicking through uh, this and the other game. But it was a, I mean, you know, Gorn did Gorn things essentially. Um, it was a good game though right up until the end. So what was the score in the end? Uh, uh, I think Melbourne just kicked away by, was it a couple of goals? Yeah, yeah. 13 points. Yeah. Uh, and it was played, yeah, it was at Adelaide Oval, yeah. So, no, I mean, I thought Melbourne actually played really well, um, considering, and this is your Neil Bullen disaster. Yeah. Um, but Adelaide, to my opinion, were probably the better team. They just couldn't convert, and it's evidenced by the fact that they had 17 behind. So, uh, you know, take a couple of them out and chuck a couple of goals on there, and they should have won the game. So uh, they've played all right recently, and they just haven't really converted some of them into wins, and that's obviously impacted their entire season. Um, obviously coupled with the bad form at the start of the year. They won't be yep. playing finals. They're nowhere near it. And probably uh, Miller is probably best game, I think, as a crow. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, he was bouncing off people everywhere as well. Um, I thought he played really well. Um, Seedsman went down, I think, and I think he went down early. So he's out, and that paved the road for 
Brody Smith. So I'm looking forward to Brody yeah. Smith coming back. Congratulations, coming back off his ACL. Yeah, that is good news. A good news story, which is always wonderful. Yep. Um, McGovern injured again for uh, Adelaide, so yep. that's always interesting. So Brody Smith had 32 disposals and 29 disposals in his last two weeks in the Sandful. So he's been absolutely killing it. I'd be keen case. to see what Barlow can do. A little, uh, he'll be done after this year, I reckon. Yeah, he, he was going somewhere. There's no way he's staying at Gold Coast. Oh, I don't even know. Well, if he'll, we'll, we'll I'll, he'll probably just him. retire. No, probably not. He's too old. Maybe, maybe if you're looking at a premiership window for a one-year chance or something, you know. I mean, I think someone's can get him onto a list, but I don't know whether he'll get Who? regular. Yeah, exactly. But it's like, well, who's in a premiership window? Maybe Sydney will offer him a year. Well, like it's maybe not. Maybe it's a Carlton. Get, oh yeah, get him in there to just. But then, if he can't get a game at the Suns. I don't know why the Suns aren't playing him. I just don't understand. Because like, they know they need to rebuild. They have, yeah, but bring, they, bring him to, bring their him to Brisbane. Their players bring him are to getting Brisbane. mauled. Look what Mitch Robbo's done, mate. Bring him to Brisbane. We'll, we'll turn him around. Uh, I don't understand. I, You'll I, get a gig. I, I don't understand why you're not playing Barlow when he's getting 50 possessions in the twos every week. Yep. Doesn't make sense to me. I think that's fair. Uh, North versus West Coast, another game I did tip. Did you listen to me, Chris, and tip North? Uh, no, I tipped. Uh, yeah, oh, sorry, I tipped North, yeah. Yes. Yeah, 100% I tipped North. Uh, Good. Higgins, as- Higgins 200th, it was down in Tassie. No Nick Nat, in Tassie. Um, no, no, Josh Kennedy, no Josh no, Kennedy, no Luke Shuey. Yep. Like, it, the oh, yeah. writing was on the wall early, like 100%. So, um, their best player is Nick Nat and Nui. Their second best player is Josh Kennedy. Then their second then best midfielder is Luke Shuey. Yep. So... You take out that, and when they struggled, when they really struggled earlier in the year, they struggled without one of their big key forwards. Yep. So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see this. I haven't actually – I can't remember if uh, – oh, that's their Sunday squads, so I'm not sure actually who's they've got coming in. But Nick Nat out really hurts them for finals, and it really hurts them moving forward. Elliot Yost is still amazing. Yeah, killing it. Um. He's definitely not a Hibbert. Uh, can we just have a look? What He's had a real, real good run. Is he averaging more now than Led? Is he the second averaging four Ooh, behind? Oh, so he's 108.3. Led is 109.4. The chase down. The chase down. What about Lloyd, though? Lloyd's probably averaging more than both of them. Lloyd. 108.9. Oh, it's a race to the number one defender spot. 108.9. So he's actually third now. So uh, Laird is still number one by 0.5. And then you've got uh, Lloyd at 108.9, so 0.4. Yeah, that's crazy. Interesting. And considering that we could have got Lloyd so cheap. Now, remember that uh, that game that uh, Elliot Yo got a 27 for being on Dangerfield at full back the entire match? Yep. If he played a, a normal midfielder, oh, right, he'd be huge. He yeah. would be the number one forward. That is oh, sorry, a, number one defender. Very valid points. Um, also worth noting is a Hearn went one twenty four. Uh, huge. He he oh, could thirty seven possessions, twenty two of them contested. contested. Yeah, just crazy. Uh, and they're versing Brisbane with no Higgins, so he could have a really good stint yeah. in that midfield this week. Um, I I won't chuck him on over someone else, but I will try and loophole. Oh, him. for sure. So and I can you can do it this week because it's not a Sunday match. Right. So. Um, see how you go with uh, with Lou Polling Ahern. I think that he might actually have another absolute banger. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm being Aussie. Yeah. Yeah, Ahern yeah. the banger. Yeah, get in there with a the banger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's horrible. Uh, all right, we'll move on. Uh, Bulldogs versus Port Adelaide. Dixon um, with the five goals. Yeah, finally. Dixon with the 125 and the five goals. He's actually moving up towards Franklin. <laughs> Look, oh, he, I could, he could be. Uh, uh, no, I looked. He's had a couple of shockers oh, before right. this week. 
But so is so is Franklin, right? Franklin's been having shockers. I was gonna say, is, is, is his name? Um, Franklin's averaging no, ninety no, now. Charlie is his last name hyphen. Dixon Normus. <laughs> Austin Powers. I thought you were like that. Oh, good one. Yeah, yeah, well done, sir. Well done. That Dixon Normus. No, I think I think Dixon's actually only averaging like eighty. And, yeah, eighty point nine. Yeah. So. Um, oh, bloody Petra- Franklin's averaging one ninety one. Petrarca so. did alright, got like ninety, but Charlie went big. And I was yeah, like, one hundred oh, seven. Yeah, yeah, well, bigger than bloody, yeah. Oh, yeah, I need him to spot and it up. Thank I, you. I really like the Pendles is kicked on massively, so I think I don't think there's any chance of Bont catching him now. Oh, that was so, a full kit wanker one. Yeah, oh. yeah, that's gonna be a fun one. That's gonna we're gonna have a fun run even. Oh Jesus! <laughs> I'm even gonna teach you the song. We have to I'm go. Sure listen. you know. Good we have to go back. Forever. We have to go back and listen. Or maybe it was the Franklin one that was the full kit wanker one. No, the Franklin one was the uh, draft pick. If oh, I, if damn I, it! If I fall lower than you, I get your second round draft oh, pick. Oh, that's that's frustrating because. I actually think that Dixon's probably uh, he's only kicked twenty goals. That's the problem. Unless you want to switch your second pick now for the full he, kit wanker. He kick, how many did he kick last last year? Would 60 you like to goals? switch bets quickly, Chris? No, thank full you. kit wanker. No, thank you. no. He kicked sixty last year, Dixon. I don't know, Chris. He's kicked twenty and he's only averaging he's ten points per game less. Horrible. Uh, uh, Wingard's going going well for those that picked him up this week. Anyway, one fourteen. Uh, Ollie Wines one thirteen. Rocky got an eighty seven. So Rocky's been disappointing for those that brought him in. Uh, he was he was an M nine to start Well, yeah, with, for so those that thought more. he'd be an M eight, yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. But at least his body's held up, so that's half the good yeah. news. Robbie Gray's a tough one. Oh, he's very 65. tough. Sixty five. No real signs of of bringing it back. If you didn't start him at the start of the year and you brought him in like I did later on, you got you got screwed. Yeah. Rory End of the deal. Westoff would have been a much better option. Yeah, and Westoff, like, what's happened to Westoff the last couple of weeks? Uh, he's probably not even the number one average forward anymore. So, I mean, he, he actually came back as he, he was. Be. He had a really slow start along with T Mac's so. going to jump to number one at the end of this week. Yeah. It's, it's uh, versing Gold Coast, no Thompson, no May. Yeah, T Mac is going to one sixty week. Um, oh. he, he could even chuck a sneaky VC on T Mac this week. T Mac is going to teabag whoever's on him. I swear to God. Oh, T Mac the teabag. I wish I had T Mac in draft. Yeah, that would oh. be that'd be brutal. I would not like so that at all. Um, anyway, look at um, Trengove go. By the way, oh, this is a sneaky one fifty six. Brutal. I'm McRae with a one forty seven. Yeah, that was fantastic for me. It was good. Yep. Uh, and Josh Dunkley with another with a one forty seven. Oh, yeah, Dunkley went huge. Yeah. That's his he's best playing. Game. He's playing midfield. He's playing pure midfield right now. So again, if you are looking for someone on the waiver, you need Josh Dunkley in your team if he's there. So yeah, 100%. he's a guy I had it earlier in the year and then got rid of. Yep, would have been good now. Mate, uh, I'm hoping maybe a, a Jack Steele goes to a Josh Dunkley. Hey. That'll be all right. He won't. No way. He won't. No, no way. way. He'll be all over McRae. Uh, and Classic McLean with another 80. So thanks, mate. Thank you very much, McLean. Oh, no, he's really dropped off a hill, averaging oh, 97.6 I'm, now. I'm actually considering going to Colgate. Oh, wow. 85 for the last three. Oh, 88. That was good. Yeah, sorry. Show me some praise, damn it. I, I laugh at your shitty puns. <laughs> I get nothing. I get fucking donuts. Maybe I don't get it, Chris. <laughs> I legit have McLean's toothpaste. Like, oh, right. Thing. Oh, Colgate. Do you? What? Yeah, you're right. Did you only just get- <laughs> I didn't understand what the hell you're going on about. Oh, my God. I thought it was like some union thing, <laughs> like you got to protest. <laughs> you're such an idiot. It would help if I paid what attention. What an idiot. What an idiot. <laughs> oh, oh man, the meatloaf. We want it now. <laughs> He's- <laughs> anyway, keep going. On, to, on, to, on with the chlorophyll. Good. More for us. More, more, more for you. More for me and you. you. I actually crush, crush funerals now. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy uh, horny. 
anyway. Um, Step Brothers. No, Wedding Crashes. Wedding Crashes, oh, yeah. Yep. Just the greatest. Uh, last game, Fremantle versus Hawthorne. Uh, Hawthorne absolutely wiped the, the tail. Yeah, I think Fremantle, the with them. Fremantle are done for the year. Their yep. kids are just, not, they're not going to be able to run out the year. Um, I, I'm just, I'm really glad that even, so I had captain on Tom Mitchell. Oh. I still had a 21. I, I needed him to get a 150 to get a decent score and it wasn't even a decent score. That's how bad my week was this week. But, ah, right. Um, uh, speaking of uh, captain options this week, uh, who are you considering? Ah, well, let's have a look at it now, shall we? So, um, well, I could start apart, off. Apart from the T-Mac. <laughs> uh, yeah, I wouldn't be going um, dusty or danger. I just think I wouldn't be doing that in the Friday night footy. Uh, I think... T. Mitch would be uh, the best VC option. He plays fairly early. I think that's, what, second or third game? He is. He's Saturday morning yep. at 140. Oh, Saturday morning. Saturday afternoon, yep. 145. Yeah, exactly. So a nice yep. early one. Uh, I'm actually looking at going Titch uh, into, I first thought Gorn, right? Gorn versus Suns. The, they should smash them. Which right? does... He does all right. But all right. Here, here's, where I, here's where I change my mind, Chris. I'm going uh, Titch into uh, Josh Kelly against Carlton. That could be a really nice match. How, like, well, he went big against Brisbane. Or he went big against could Gold Coast. Go right as well. So. That's true. Well, that's my draft selection. But um, anyway, I think uh, Josh Kelly could go like he did Brisbane and Gold Coast. Those two rounds in a row, he went like yeah. one forty-five, one fifty. I think um, with so Titch think- in this sort of form. You've got to have him in your in in your frame somewhere. Oh, for sure, VC it, and then yeah. you can go whoever you want. So yeah. I'd, I'd there are a lot right. of there it's are. A, I think your VC has to be Titchell. Yeah, and then and you can literally you cap, you've got so many captain options. You can yep. even go Dane Beams against. And North. if Titch does what he should do and go one thirty plus, you just take it. Yeah, yeah, I think that's fair. You could go McRae against St Kilda. You could go Grundy against Sinclair. Um, um, you could go Cripps against UWS or Kelly against Carlton. Gorn against Gold Coast. Hal, if you want, you can throw Elliot Yo on there in the last game. Like, honestly. Yeah, I don't know about that. Um, Luke Bruce keeps on keeping on, though. Uh, yeah, I can't nine, believe I dropped him. Uh, averaging I dropped him on my uh, draft no, Averaging 96.9 for the year. He would have to be all Australian forward pocket at this point. 100%. I think yeah. he's locked in. I think there's no one else really near he, he's the He's the only real forward pocket that has really excelled this year. Yeah, and had, like, yeah, um, uh, goal presence. Yeah, well, I mean... Well, do you reckon Gresham might make the All-Australian squad now? <laughs> nah, I don't think he's done it for long enough. I'm kidding. No. That was a okay. joke, yeah. Um, I was just laughing But next year, it's locked in. Oh, right. <laughs> I'll take a side bet on that now. <laughs> um, I, could, I could do a side bet on that. I reckon yeah. 100%. I reckon he's that good. Gresham, you, reckon all, that good? you reckon All-Australian? I reckon he'll make the, the top 40 squad. 20 bucks? I'm dude. I'm I'm always in for a sneaky twenty. Right. I'm always in for 20 a sneaky is, twenty. Twenty is good. Twenty is good. All right. You, you Your know money what, is good. You here. know why I like him though because he does the things that um, Brownlow voters love. So he said- kicks goals and get and does all the you know the inside fifty kicks and he does all the important things on the outside. Another, but he also can play inside. Another twenty dollars that Gresham won't get over ten votes. <laughs> oh, dude, he'll get ten votes this year. What are you talking about? Okay. <laughs> are you serious? Because I can take that bet. To, I'll take that bat, bet to the bank. Jay Gresham will get 10 votes this year. Guaranteed. This year? I'll talk about next year. Oh, yeah, but I'll take it both years. <laughs> if you want to play that game, he's got a, he would have got best on ground in the game against GWS. He kicked six goals and kept them to the draw in, earlier in the year. Yes, when I had him. Yeah, 100%. Yep. You, love, you must have loved that game. Yes. He had uh, five goals and 25 possessions plus in a 130. There's six votes right there. Bang. Like, come on. Come on, bro. Don't don't mess with me. I'm <laughs> I'm messing you up. Uh, now on on Brownlow night, we've got to watch Jay Gresham's numbers now. All right, cool. 
Um, anyway, yeah, so, yeah, uh, so I do line. I do agree, though. I think that he will be 100%. Luke Bruce uh, will uh, yeah, be the all-shown sure. forward pocket. For sure. Uh, Lock so it the, up. The line is 10.5 points, by the way, Chris, for Brownlow. So you need 11 or more. Um, <laughs> just get myself a one-point buffer. Uh, anyway, so, <laughs> uh, look, it's interesting, though. So, I mean, uh, apart from that, Bergwijn, uh, good game back as well. Uh, Burton actually had a good game finally, and Burton's been just hover- he really disappointing compared to last year's hype. Uh, it's mainly because Sisley's not there, so they've uh, pushed. Yeah, uh, sometimes he floats in behind. Well, we so thought um, it would be at the start of the year. We said to each other, Burton could be a guy that breaks out because we thought that Sisley would be going back forward. Yes, with uh, Gunston. Uh, Gunston, no, with uh, Frawley and oh, yeah, yeah. Stritton back. He ended up just staying there the whole season. So yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and, and yeah, Gunston only got another 85. So if he if Gunston was playing... And he started slowly too. I know. Horrible. Yeah. Were you seeing his score and be like... <laughs> yeah, pretty much because I needed my guys to go absolutely big to yeah. win me the uh, the round. But Makes it didn't sense. happen. Uh, anyway, so that's that for that part. Uh, quick Q&As and then the ins and outs. So um, yeah, we need to wrap this up. So we'll go straight into it. Uh, okay, so Q&As... Uh, some pretty good bands here, actually. So, um, good old, yeah, it was Brad Wolf Mason. Thanks, mate, for reminding me about the sausage rolls. Um, <laughs> I might just block him. <laughs> just kidding. Nah, um, we love you, Brad. Uh, anyway, so, yes, Webster is back. So, Chris was a bit premature and not just with his Webster comments. No, um, no, so, just to clear, clarify that up, uh, the joke was actually about the fact that he finally gets Webster back and then how's that? So he actually right. doesn't get a reprieve. So well, yeah. I probably didn't word that well enough. Yeah, my go, bad. Go back to school. Uh, and I was like, and you forgot Cicely, who is still out of my side. Yeah. Um, anyway, Katrina. Good old the, the Misso. Bloody uh, stepbrother's quote. Uh, here's a shot. Here's a shot out of a cannon. Oprah, Barbara Wilt, uh, Walters, and your wife. You got to fuck one, marry one, and kill one. Go. <laughs> I'm not playing that game. No, me either. <laughs> well, considering I don't have a wife, I'd say kill my wife. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to listen to this and be like, damn it. Yeah, and I'll be like, babe, you don't know when it's coming on. You have to listen to the whole podcast, a whole hour of footy talk. Oh, good old Katrina. Before she's you get got, your answer. She's, she's fairly good with the bands, the old, she, old trainer. Mate, she's switched on. Yeah, she is. Why is she with me? I don't know. <laughs> uh, okay, so now real footy news. Uh, so CK says he has three trades left, uh, and option one is obviously to hold. Option two is to use two trades. So go check to uh, Lenert at D7, and then trade either uh, – so trade free. And move Ahern to F7 and get McRae, which they would then make Parker M9. Uh, so we spoke about this just before we record, Chris. Yep. Um, so you're under the belief that if he needs to win this week, go for it. Yeah, 100%. Because otherwise um, you'll have three trades. It also depends there. on if he's playing for league or overall. Because if he's playing for overall, then you do need to go for it because you can maximize points on field. Yep. Um, but yeah, those are the only two situations where I would say you, you need to do it. If not, then don't do it. <laughs> yeah, uh, four rounds left, so you may need a couple of trades if people get injured. Yeah, the um, next two weeks could be really crucial, so if you can get away with not doing it. But if you're in an elimination final... Yeah, and you want to win it, for yeah, sure. Yeah, 100%. Well, yeah, otherwise you'd have three trades when you're not playing next week. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. So if you're in a top four situation, though, and um, you can afford to just not... That's what I would do. Yep. Try and win it without using your trades. Because you'll never know like what happened with even me, you know what I mean? Like yeah. Sicily done... Well, if you, um, if you win it without using your trades, you can you don't have to trade next week because you're not playing anyone in the league. Um, and then it's the week after, and you've got three tr- three trades for the last two weeks. Yeah. So if anyone gets injured over the next two weeks, you're, you're sitting pretty. So that's recommendation. But having said that, if you need to win, so if you're in an elimination final or you're in overall, 
you've got it right bang on the money. I think you should probably flip, uh, pull that trigger. Yep, hit it. Uh, so Ross Martin would like to know, how many cups of coffee does it take Dane Zonko to change a light bulb? <laughs> Uh, so I would good. say I don't know That's because <laughs> I don't know Ross because he won't accept my fucking cup of coffee. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe if he accepted one, I would know. I'd be like, is that number we, one? Can we, can we get a hashtag? So we need to get something trending on Twitter. Maybe let, we do. Let, Start let, of next and, year. But I wonder if he knows about this. Like he someone listens to us. He's like yeah. part of the team. Oh yeah, maybe maybe some super coach. Um, yeah, maybe some. I'm sure. Listeners. I'm sure that I'm sure there's maybe some AFL to, players out there. That maybe listen. maybe I need to listen. Uh, maybe I need to like hashtag uh, Mitch Robbo and be like, <laughs> mate, what's what's going on? Can you ask Zorko why he rejected my cup of coffee that day? Like and then one joke? time, you know, like they'll they'll have this actually community event where you get to like sit there and wait for him to come and say hello to you. And <laughs> I'll, I'll hop on, like yeah, they go around the boundary line. I'll be like on my knees pretending to be a little kid. <laughs> Anyway, uh, uh, yeah, anyway, good one. That's uh, also Ross. creepy. So yeah, that, <laughs> <laughs> a little, just a little bit, just a little bit. Just a little um, bit. Okay, so um, yes, uh, Paul says, "Hey, legends! Oh, bless, bless you, got socks, Paul. <laughs> well, thanks, Paul. Uh, he must be talking about me, Chris. Uh, <laughs> so he's top four in all of his he's leagues. Legend. So he's talking about the guy who's uh, got the highest score in draft oh, ever, because that's a legendary thing, right? <laughs> oh, Jesus." <laughs> I, mean, I think he's talking about my uh, team. Yep. Uh, anyway, so um, four, uh, top four in all of his leagues. He has four trades left. Uh, so one is to trade out Walters or a Hearn for an upgrade in the mids. Two, assuming you say uh, Walters, <laughs> which I like this. He's, yeah. he's just gone straight ahead. Um, should I use one trade to get McRae or two trades to downgrade and get Crips? Uh, much love, go Pies. Oh, I don't want to answer. Hey, that. my man. You go. Well, I mean, there's a, it's a coin flip between... Like in terms of form, in terms of uh, Crips and McRae right now, anyway. So if you can get away with using one trade, I would just do that. Yeah. Um, Going Walters to McRae sounds pretty pimp, uh, I must admit. Yeah, but again, um, I'm in the same boat. So if you're you're in top four in all your leagues, so this is not a file that you must trade. Yes, correct. So I would not trade at all, and I would try and win you know as much as you can without trading, and then I'll wait two weeks, and then you've got uh, then next week you can trade. But the other thing is, is um you might also find McRae might go up as well if he gets has another good game this week. Uh, it's a considerate. It's it is a consideration. If you can, if you can only just afford him, maybe what's, just do what's it. What's McRae's break even? It's, it'd be interesting to see because I mean he did obviously have that big game, but he had a poor game the week before. He did. So he got tagged the one before it, that. It's so. probably going. It's not going to be much. I don't think. Let's have a let's have a quick squizzy there. Squishy break. Alrighty, so break even of one sixteen, so half reasonable. So you, yeah, you can afford to probably hold off. Uh the best part though is he's only in nine percent of side still. And um, what's he priced at? Uh he is priced at a five forty nine. So, so even so if he hits a one forty, you might only go up ten or fifteen grand. So if that's not going to impact you go going forward, then I would say hold and then go from there. Hold Paddy one. Hold um, fair call. Uh, Liam, good old Liam. Thank you again for your um, your messages and comments. Thank yep. you. Uh, where's, Liam. where's Stonesy, by the way? What's happening to Stonesy? Oh, yeah. We spoke about the Stones, mate. Come on, man. We need to tag. I think Is he on Twitter? We need to hashtag maybe tag his, him. Maybe his season's also over. Maybe it is. Maybe his like, wife had a kid or something, and he just yeah. can't. He can't. Maybe he broke his hands, and he can't mean anymore. <laughs> well, that would be a tragic. That would. That would be I tragic. Mean, okay, Stones, start to learn how to meme and do some Photoshop with your toes, mate. He needs to get It'll one of those things where he can craft. move the mouse with his chin. Oh. <laughs> you know, like, do that. Like, oh, Jesus. What's <laughs> that? that the, the, you know, those computers that they can tell by your mate, face Mate, he doesn't movements. have cerebral palsy. 
What's What's going wrong with you? No, I'm just saying, like, if his hands are broken, work out another way. Oh, okay, right. Like, use your nose or use your... That's what I said. Use your feet. Use your feet. If you saw the way way Chris was twitching with his neck and using his hands, I I do (laughs) apologise. I thought you were uh, below the line. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He doesn't have cerebral palsy. No, he had a broken spine. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not making cerebral palsy jokes. Stop bringing up the mental Oh, at least no one gave us a one star for my comment last week. What was it? It was so horrible. Oh, that was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. That was a Parkinson's joke. No, that's not on. No Parkinson's joke. I follow up Parkinson's with cerebral palsy. That's so bad. That was you. That was not me. That was not me. That was not me. Uh, Anyway, okay. It's funny uh, laughing at people who break their backs. It's not funny. Oh, Jesus. kidding. Uh, So, okay. Liam. Kind Liam. He's sitting here listening to the podcast. He's like, okay, guys, you're at at my question. I've got to go. wrap this up. I've got to go. Okay. So, he uh, he's in the top four in all of his leagues. Um, Show off. Um... (laughs) <laughs> he has four trades. So doing Murphy to Lenert uh, for cash reasons and wondering, should I uh, also trade Walters to T-Mac or Steph Martin to Grundy? Uh, I could obviously just do the Murphy trade or should I try and secure a prelim spot by getting in Grundy or T-Mac? Um, so to clarify, he says that he would be left with two trades if he trades two, uh, but making one trade will leave him with three, obviously. So... Um, yeah, look, it's, it's interesting. I mean, if you want to trade down for cash reasons, that's fair. But as we said uh, earlier as well, I think T-Mac um, could go huge this week against Gold Coast uh, yeah. with no defense. Um, yeah, I think it could be a very interesting one. So that could really shoot you up in the overall rankings because I think Liam is still going for overall as well. Yeah, I think, um, I think, you- I think he's mainly playing for overall at this point because he's pretty high. But So therefore, I would do the trades. Um, but again, if your goal is just leagues, then I wouldn't do it at all. But I do think that this week, uh, Walters to T-Mac could net you 50 points. Yeah. Uh, and, Mur- and Murphy to Lenert could you know, free up some cash. That way, if you do have an injury, you yeah. can then go bang, bang. Well, and it's not upgrade. going terrible as well. It's not going it's, too it's going bad. Right, so. Just getting rid of Murphy for, you know, for cash, and that's cool. Uh, with three trades left, you should be safe. Um, the reason I don't mind like the waiting a week theory, for just not so much for Liam, but in general, I mean, as I said, look what happened with Nick Nat. Out Webster injured. Yeah, if, um, it and could. It could Sicily really impact, done. Yeah. Like as in, yeah. Like it's it's one of those funny ones where you could going gain like three hundred points in a going week a week too right, early yeah. could be the best thing ever, or it could be the worst thing. That you've Especially ever done. this year. This year has been like an absolute fucking disaster for injuries. I tell you what. Yeah. For specific supercoach players, usually it doesn't hit supercoach players that hugely. But all of the like most popular super well, coach players generally. Has Higgins oh, Higgins this week. Up. Yep. And how? Uh, how this week? Then yep. you had well, Webster's obviously been down. Yep. Uh, Sicily goes Shui down. Went down for Nick a little Nat bit. goes down. Shuey gets a laid out. Robbie gracious crap. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Yeah. Um, it's anyway. just like it just keeps going. Like there's just more injuries every week. There's another injury, especially since the buys. It's been an absolute nightmare. Yep. Um, okay, so that pretty much covers us for that. A uh, quick little recap on the ins and outs. So we'll just go through the. Uh, the notable. Um, yep, so basically you're looking at uh, the Richmond game. So you have uh, Presti is out, probably the main one. Uh, hurt his ribs. Uh, Broads as well for calf. So that's a couple of um, pretty good options yeah, and the, for them. The bad thing about um, Presti is, of course, the impact it has on uh, on Lambert. Yeah, so you hope. Uh, well, no, it, it does. The, literally, if you, put, if you draw it in a graph, the correlation is insane. That uh, Lambert does not perform without Prestia. So, what about the correlation between saggy boobs and loud mouth vaginas? <laughs> okay, I don't know that reference. Really? No, what's that from? Ah, uh, Hall Pass. Ah, uh, Hall Pass. Yeah. That's actually a decent I movie. Like, I like mine with some bongo miles on it. But, you know, bippity bappity, swift mall about I don't know. It kind of just makes me feel old watching it because I just, 
I, I understand. <laughs> you should appreciate it. Uh, um, okay, so not really many changes in the Hawthorne and Essendon game, which is probably quite good. Uh, just rocks out for uh, Hawks. Um, Brisbane um, bringing in uh, Brendan uh, Stachovic. Stachovic, the old uh, yes. pi- the Pies. So just so you know, so Stachovic is a Pies legend, his dad, and uh, but his dad works at the Lions. So there is a, they moved up to Brisbane. And funny fact... For our under sixteen grand final at Redlands Bombers, or well, they were Redlands Sharks at the time, we had a, 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 a Stasevich came out to the club and did a big talk about you know um, what it's like in the AFL and you know how you, you need to work for your teammates and blah blah. It was really cool. Like he was the that motivating speaker that we had that week. To pump Speaking us up of the which, I just I saw a video this week. I don't know when it was from, but um, the Bombers got flogged. I think they scored zero points. It was like a junior team or something or other. I don't know what's happened. Under 16s. Bombers? Yeah. Horrible. Ooh. 16s or something, zero. Like 111 to zero, got flogged. Uh, I don't know if it was 12, 16s or 14s. Yeah, right. But <laughs> anyway, so I'm pretty sure Redland Bombers, they got flogged because I saw a friend of mine got uh, liked the post. Uh, they're all in the rooms, demoralized, and apparently Lee Matthews just happened to be watching the game and he went up to the coach and, and the assistant coach said, can I have a chat to the boys? And he went in there and gave a, a just off his own cuff, you know, he just was there, was watching it, and he thought, oh, I might just go and have a word to these boys about perseverance. So he actually had a talk to these boys who just got Dude, flogged. Dude, that's so awesome. Just because he was there and he wanted to. He said, oh, do you mind if I have a talk? And apparently gave the best speech about perseverance and his time at the Lions and how they just got beaten by, like, 93 points. And, you know, so and, the, and all the boys just loved it. Do you like, reckon, huge. like, all those silly millennials had no idea who he was? Oh, there was that guy that just, <laughs> just left the room. I'm sure a lot of them did. <laughs> the footy fans, they're not that old. Yeah, I'm just oh, Not that young, should I say. But anyway, uh, moving on. That's awesome. Yes, uh, Jared Waite is in for Higgins, um, which interesting is interesting. Replacement. Yeah. It is an interesting replacement. They have to um, rejig it all. Yeah, rejig it. But I think you'll find that um, Anderson will play more. Well, he's already playing midfield anyway, but I think they'll yeah, shuffle around a little bit. Yep. Um, Adelaide. So McKay's in, Ellis Yolman's in, Brody Smith's in, and Dodie's in. All very good ins. Yep. Great uh, ins, I, but, but I must they've admit- got some- Da- some damaging outs as well. So Mitch yes. McGovern. Uh, Kelly's out, Seedsman's out, uh, Mitch McGovern's out, and Cheney is uh, suspended. Um, so, But I still don't mind them. Like, those ins kind of balance it out pretty well. Uh, no changes for Port. I don't know who to tip for that one, Chris. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I need Whatever I think, you uh, tip, I need to go the opposite direction at this point. I'm throwing a Hail Mary pass and tipping. All right, I'm thinking about going Adelaide. Well, I'm going Port then. So, <laughs> I don't know. Like, Port seemed like the, the, the logical one. But, I mean, Adelaide did beat Geelong a couple of weeks back. Port seemed to choke in the big games. So, yeah. <laughs> don't, don't, don't say that. Mark Williams would be after you with his tie. Oh, well, I'll tell you what. They do it. <laughs> uh, okay, so Saints. Freeman's in. Huge story. Oh, uh, thank God. And Freeman. Thank gr- God. There's a couple um, of good stories, actually. There is a couple week. of good stories, but... Um, I'm really happy for Nathan Freeman. It is about time. I really wish that Collingwood did hold him, but he can't when he's just perennially injured. Can we just say what a week when uh, Brody Smith can come back in and he's overshadowed by Freeman, who's then overshadowed by Johnson. Yeah. Insane, hey. I don't know. It's like Freeman. And it's like, oh, what, 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 yeah, what a good see. news story. And it's yeah. like, oh, yeah, but have you been waiting 3,650 days? <laughs> <laughs> no, then <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> but uh, it might be. How old it's, is he? It's been a while. It'd be, it'd be close to five years for Freeman. Oh, no, I'm talking about Johnson. Man. Yeah, I know, but that's what I mean. Like, it's close to five years. Oh, How long's Johnson been? It's been thousands of days. Yeah, it's uh, been like 2,300 or something. Two, oh, no, uh, something like that. I was, yeah. just, I was just exaggerating the, the facts. But um, So Collingwood made a post today uh, congratulating Freeman and being named in his first oh, game cool. and stuff. So that was and really And then we're going to hit him. Really nice. <laughs> no, nah, well, 
Oh, we're not playing. Thank, oh, yeah. thank God. But yeah, no, I, I think that's that nice. He's actually tearing it up in the twos. It's it's sad for Supercoach that he gets named now. Yeah, that's true. Another is, one. Yeah, another one. Another another 6.0. Anyway, um, Hannah Clark as well. So Hannah yes. Clark's had a decent season. Yep. Um, I think you'll be a really good player in a couple and of years. Armitage is um, like the old man's tampon. I think out for an out for a week in for a week. They can't make up. His, <laughs> they can't make up his mind. It could just be just soreness that he's out. But I thought it was complete. Um, but I mean, Blake Akers didn't Mate, do terribly last no, week. No, there's but. plenty of cushion on that tampon. <laughs> That's true. No soreness. <laughs> In like a uh, savage out uh, with yes, a hamstring hurts a lot of people. So uh, good for Webster, hopefully. Yeah, really oh, good for oh, Webster. Why am I going for Webster? You have him in draft. Yeah, this it's week. fantastic. No, for Webster's going to stink it up. Yeah, Webster's going to. My get standards 130. already gone. One thirty Webster. Standards gone. We're going to call him the one thirty train. Oh Jesus. Um, Weller out. Saunas Gilbert. Um, dropped. So yeah, go figure. Good. Uh, and we're on okay. Well. Uh, Bulldogs. Uh, Dixon's in. Rook Smith's back in after his car accident. Uh, it's pretty yep. sad. Uh, and Lin Jong. So Lin Jong. Uh, good to see him back as well. He was injured after yep. like uh, he was emergency, wasn't he? And then got injured. Yeah, oh, brutal. Uh, hopefully, Unlike he makes him. it through uh, most of the game, or even plays. I know he will. He's uh, listed, so that's a Saturday game. Uh, Honey Church out. Adams shoulder uh, is out, so there can't, can't get a good run at Adams. Unlucky. No, you can't. Uh, Sydney big story. Johnson's in. Uh, Kieran Jack uh, McVeigh is in, and Robinson. So they're huge ins. Um, I but feel they've, they've got some big outs. I mean, Zach Jones has been pretty good for him this year, especially coming out of defence. Yep, and him coming out. Puts a lot of reliance on McVeigh and um, and Lloyd yep. to distribute, so it'll be interesting. That's interesting. Um, Grundy out with mental health is pretty well, damning. Uh, that that's really sad. It's it's sad. Um, I was going to make a joke about him reading the buddy playbook to get a week off, but uh, <laughs> oh, I should probably mean. yeah. That no. is. Nah, I look to everyone out there. I think it's a it is a massive it is. issue. It, it's not only in the AFL industry, but. I think everywhere. Well, yeah. So I mean, it's, it's you just never it's, know. Well, it's tough making a living. You know, you got to. Well, a they may a, you know it's a high pressure environment. Yeah, they're getting uh, watched from all angles. They have like you know not like everything. The public's watching them. The coaches and, and the you, scrutiny, the you, pressure to perform, a, especially at a place like the like the Swans who have a culture of open and honesty and just speak your mind to whoever. And well, did you hear about Fitzy? Um, came out and spoke about how like the culture at the Swans and stuff. How he'd be hanging out with all the older guys. He'd be like, "How cool is this?" And they're just at the pub betting. Yeah, like, just betting. And he, I, so and he, and he lost. Like, yeah. So, yeah, he was. He like lost in all debt, his money. Then, in, yeah, a lot of those, a lot of those players in sort of the nineties, well, early two thousands, yeah. they just blew their cash. Yeah. There wasn't really the support structure that there is for players that there is now. No, um, and that's part and of. And they try and get them to do, up, yeah, like. So. Um, you know, you're doing your real estate license and that sort of stuff for the future. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I think Gary Ablett, uh, his house was actually handled by our former son as well, the oh, real cool. estate side of it. So that would have been a good pay packet for that person. Excellent. Um, so, yeah, go figure. Uh, okay, so going to the, um, the Collingwood size, yeah, House Out and Schoenberg, so huge yeah. uh, ramifications there. Plus, you also, uh, Lyndon Dunn, not in defence, so... I think uh, their defence line is going to be uh, really shaky. Yeah, first week. game player Jack Madgen. Um, he's a former uh, basketball player. I in the bet. States. I bet he wouldn't imagine he was playing this week. No, that's that's literally good old that's, that's <laughs> a good one. Yeah, it took you a while. Uh, it did take me a while, but I, you know, there, there's just no one else. Not like a Col- not so like the, a Colgate joke. I'm surprised. Yeah, that was a that was way better, by the way. Stuff you. That was a good <laughs> pun. <laughs> Um, anyway, um, yeah, so there's just no one else. The, the only other one is McLarty, and I can't imagine why he's not getting a game, but obviously he's groomed in a different role this year, but he was drafted in as a centre-half back, and um, he's been playing a lot of ruck and uh, ruck forward. Um, 
So Imagine comes in. Uh, I don't know. He's, what, what are they going to do? Put him on Buddy? Who like because they've got Darcy Moore. Obviously, he's probably the likely head-to-head matchup. But yeah, I, I don't know. He's probably that means he's on what Tom McCartan. That's probably a decent matchup. Um, Braden Sire. It was interesting when listening to um to Nathan Buckley, and he said, uh, "Never would have thought in my wildest dreams I'd be um, thankful for the the day that we could recall Braden Sire into the team, because they've just had so many injuries that they can't cover. There's no one else to come in, so he's just thankful he can bring in a, a what a three game rookie in Braden Sire. So, um, yeah, um, good luck to him. I I I, I don't think if it'll be interesting to see who wins, but. I would not be surprised if Collingwood lose. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Um, I think with the... I think, yeah, basically on... They need to bring so much pressure to not even let the ball yeah. go near the forward line for yeah. Sydney. So, uh, moving on to the next game, uh, Carlton and so Great these Sydney. These are all squads, I think. So. Uh, yeah, squads. Basically, no one really uh, worth noting for the Carlton side of things, uh, except Taranto's out for GWS. Shield is out for GWS. Uh, and they're huge outs. Those are massive outs for yep. GWS. And then, like, Cumming but, might get a game. Keith won't, obviously, but... Uh, at least they're playing Carlton, so they're probably, just, they're probably just resting him, to be honest. Yep. Uh, yeah, out of those, I only see, really, Debona, uh, Debona, uh, Deboa, should I say. Uh, maybe Bona playing the game. So, um, moving on, uh, the Melbourne side of it. Uh, Melksham's out with a hamstring, so that's pretty decent. Uh, Tim Smith is on the uh, extended bench. Uh, so that'll be interesting to see if he gets a game in Vandenberg. Haven't heard much of him lately, so. Uh, so I think they've announced that Vandenberg will be the in. Oh, so unless nice. there's a, another out, um, I don't think Tim Smith will be there. Well, so, motherfucker. Yeah, just so you know. But That's yeah, okay. I, think, I, I got cover because Van again. Vandenberg's uh, he had an ACL last year, did he? He was out for a long yeah, he hurt time. Himself. So he's had a bad run with injuries. So yeah, good on him for uh, uh, getting back into the Gold squad. Coast. Uh, very interesting. Uh, Hanley is back. Barlow is back. Um, or oh, Hanley's definitely on field. I don't know about Barlow, but you would have to assume with Swallow being injured, May being knocked out, and Tom uh, May being suspended. Sorry, and Tom being out. But Stuart Chu hates he Barlow does for some reason, and so. he's going to make some cutthroat decisions. Like we said, Aaron Hall has to, has to be gone. Um, okay, so West Coast, uh, Jetta's in, Shuey's in uh, in the extended bench, and Luke Ryan as well. Uh, Liam Ryan, Liam Ryan. Um, and Fremantle, Sutcliffe is injured, and basically only really to what's Habener, maybe Ballantyne. Cam McCarthy, geez, they're all on the extended, so I don't know who they'll get rid of. Yeah. So, um, interesting. Yeah. Very, very interesting. Anyway, so that pretty much wraps us up for that. Um, hope you've definitely banter fresh today. We've just kind of round with it a little bit. Um, yes. As you can imagine, this time of year, we, it's kind of. We're just trying to change up. Well, just most add people most content. people have their team set. They might want a couple little tweaks here and there, as you can tell by the Q&As. But yeah. uh, basically, um, you know, at this point in time, it's kind of like those are driving to work on a, on a Friday morning or whatever you're doing, and you kind of just want to listen to something that's not the radio, then yeah, props up. Thank you for listening. That's it, yeah. Yep, easy. Peace Thanks out. Thanks very much, guys. Have a good one. Have a good one. And uh, hashtag bless your team this week if you are in the finals. And um, Unlike sausage rolls. <laughs> and hashtag uh, support my team because Ben team sucks. No, hashtag uh, <laughs> Ben rules. And uh, also uh, hashtag um, Tom Lynch. Let's uh, keep an eye on that, James. Yeah, Tom Lynch to the pies. We did say it earlier. Maguire freeing up some salary cap. Pre-season, mate. Pre-season. Yep. I'm surprised that Tom it's Lynch, should, a massive back Tom Lynch should just go on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire and he'd be like, that answer's correct. That answer's correct. That answer's correct. <laughs> there is, is no a, way those are correct. Here's a million dollars. And now you can come to the pies because uh, we just tax right it'll off. Be, it'll 100% be a um, back end a deal. It'll, it, it, there's, there's no way that they can afford paying a million dollars next year, but they can afford it in two, three years' time. Well, yeah, maybe so if it'll they be a stop- five or six-year deal with a huge Maybe if they end. made better decisions- 
<laughs> yeah, that's true. Maybe they'd have money. It's, so, it's, anyway. it's Chris Mayne and Daniel Wells. Once that money's cleared, then they'll be Greenwood. Fine. Yeah, Greenwood as well. Um, I mean, Jeremy Howe would be- Is he on his last good... year Greenwood or one, one more? I'm not sure. He was on a big deal. He no was. wonder he left. Jesus. He had one good year. Anyway, all right. Thank you very much. Uh, until next time. Catch you later. Peace. Bye. I am invincible, unbreakable, unstoppable, unshakable.